Welcome to today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about where the Florida Panthers fare in the Locked On NHL power rankings. We're also going to discuss news and notes from yesterday's practice ahead of the matchup against the Colorado Avalanche. And in the third segment, we're going to preview tonight's matchup against Colorado and how the Florida Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche compare from their rebuilds a few years ago to where they are now on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, your first listen of the day. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Thursday, October 21st edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day. This is a daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Ramon Velez from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. You can follow the national show on Twitter at Locked On NHL Pods and anywhere you listen to podcasts along with the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And my goodness, not going to lie, I'm still quite pumped about Tuesday's win against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But also, I want to keep myself a little bit in check. And like I said on the other show with Alex Baumgartner, the postgame show, time to turn the page. Time to move on. And the Florida Panthers take the ice tonight against the Colorado Avalanche as Nathan McKinnon and company come to town to face off against the Florida Panthers, two teams that are contenders to lift Lord Stanley Cup. And these are two teams, of course, that faced off in uh, 1996, but two completely different teams, uh, completely uh, different generation too. So, <laughs> so a little rematch of the 96 final, I guess. But, man, the Florida Panthers, this is something I want to get up right in the first segment. and. Every week now on the Lockdown NHL podcast, the national show, we are going to release power rankings every single week, of course, where each and every team ranks, including your Florida Panthers. And in this week's power rankings for the Cats, they are in the number one spot, followed by Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Colorado. That mounts out the top five. If you want to listen to the whole list, uh, subscribe to Locked On NHL, and they'll go. Um, Chris Maselli of Locked On Avalanche and Adam Danker, my counterpart of Locked On Lightning, will be discussing the whole list. So, the Florida Panthers, this at least in the last two years, find themselves in familiar territory with the uh, power rankings, and because. ESPN at one point last year, last season, I forget which week it was, had the Florida Panthers at number one. And if you've been following this show for any amount of time, you know that 
is something that I spoke about um, last season. But the Florida Panthers find themselves here again, this time um, via the local experts of the Lockdown NHL Network, which every single local expert gets to vote on the power rankings to see where they see each and every team. And the hosts see your Florida Panthers as that number one team. And it makes sense. I'm not upset about it. Of course, I'm not upset based on how they start, but I'm not upset based on who they beat. The Florida Panthers were challenged in the, the very first game versus Pittsburgh, which they allowed four unanswered, and then they get three unanswered, force overtime, beat Pittsburgh in overtime. Then they manhandle New York, the New York Islanders. <laughs> and this was a game that wasn't even close. Something I talked about on the Monday show was that after 3 nothing, you knew it was over because of the lack of scoring with the New York Islanders. And then they go on the road against the Stanley Cup champions, the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, and they bring in uh, Spencer Knight, a guy, the, guy, the goalie who's the last one standing against Tampa Bay in the previous playoff series, and gets a win. And you beat three teams that are in contention for the Stanley Cup in the East, in a very tough Eastern Conference. And tonight's game brings in a tough Western Conference teams. And you, you think on paper, just coming into this season, that there are really only two Western Conference teams who really have a chance of getting to the Stanley Cup Final, and that's the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights, at least on paper, while the, most, the majority of the teams that are expected to contend are in the East. And your Florida Panthers are one of them going into this season. Many national correspondents have talked about this Florida Panthers team. But I also think about how they got here. And yes, it's three games. Yes, there's 79 games left. They're 3-0-0. But I think about also just where the roster was last year. This was mostly, yes, this was mostly a run-it-back mentality with a few pieces added to it. But I still have some of my game notes from last season and just flipping through a random game i see game number 48 carolina hurricanes at the florida panthers and these i'm just going to read these lines to you on this one nikita gusev sasha barkoff patrick hornquist on that first night nikita gusev is back in the khl for those who don't know john hudo sam bennett anthony declare a line that worked well last year alex lemberg who's now in seattle frank vitrano and ryan lomberg ryan lomberg saw time in the third line last year now it's some fourth line, some being scratched. Fourth line was Yoho Lamico, now with Vancouver, with the Ole Olevi trade. Itulu Sturainen, who's who is mixing and matching here with the lineup. And Owen Tippett, who has graduated from the fourth line. Well, not graduated, maybe that's the wrong word. But has made his way above in the lineup and pr- promoted to that top six role from where he was. Defensive pairings. Of course, Horsling weaker because of the fact that Ekblad was hurt. Yandel Gudis, Yandel's no longer on this team. He's He was bought out and now is in Philadelphia, who the Florida Panthers will be facing this Saturday, funny enough, in Philadelphia. And Marcus Nudevar and Brandon Montour. Marcus Nudevar is still on injured reserve and still hasn't made his way back. But just compare that to where they are now. Most of the defensive defense or... All of it is mostly players who were 
here last season. But when you look at the forward group for the Florida Panthers, the 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 team bringing in Anton Lindell signing his ELC, Joe Thornton, a future Hall of Famer, number one overall pick, and trading for Sam Reinhart, you see the difference from the foundation year, which was the 2021 season, to the contending year, which is the 2021-2022 season. Now that the Florida Panthers, of course, we talked about it at length, Bill Zito giving up a first and second in next year's draft for both the Sams. Bennett and Reinhardt, and this so far so good. It's working. Three zero and zero, and the Florida Panthers are getting respect. And a lot of Florida Panther fans, even last year, were t- starting to talk about how this Florida Panthers team is consistently getting disrespected, and that nobody bought into the hype of this team until later on into the season. I I believe that's when the power ranking came out of the Florida Panthers becoming number one last year, but not not this off season. Not even to the start of this season that the Florida Panthers have had any disrespect from the national media. They're talked about a lot. And, and something that I spoke to at length when I first took over this show in the beginning of January is that what happens when you win? They will come. <laughs> like It's that simple. The, the talk of the town as, as far as successful teams is talked about the Florida Panthers and especially with let, let's let's be honest uh South Florida when it's good when it when it's good in football especially pro and college it's a football town and right now the news around surrounding the football team especially the pro level which I won't get too much into is very chaotic to say the least but Look what happens when the hockey side of things is great. People are talking about it. People are saying, hey, based on the dysfunction of this team, the Florida Panthers are this contending team. And I I also get it, too, because it's a small market team in South Central, West Central, Broward County, too, that's trying to get that's trying to get people to have eyeballs on them. And I and I get it. And I will. And I will continue to to pound the table for the success of this team because this is a team that has built the right way, at least right now on paper, to what they were then just a few years ago. They were, excuse my language, but when they got eliminated by the New York Islanders from the Stanley Cup bubble, they were shit out of luck. Now, it, it's, not like, it's not that way. And now there is hope and there's optimism and the power ranking of them being ranked number one, it shows how much they are taken seriously around the league, around people who cover other teams, and of course, the players on the opposition, on the actual ice who actually play the games, see it too. So the, this team is very, very well respected around the National Hockey League. In the next segment, we're going to go over some of the news and notes from yesterday's practice ahead of tonight's matchup against the Colorado Avalanche. So keep it right here on your first listen of the day, Locked On Panthers. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BattleLine is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, 
even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from football to basketball, boxing to hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Second segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, as the Florida Panthers will be taking on the Colorado Avalanche tonight at the BB&T Center at 7 p.m. So, one thing I did not mention on yesterday's show was five years ago today, excuse me, yesterday, the legend of Yarmir Yager scored his 750th career goal in the NHL, the third player in league history to have 750 goals. So, five years ago for Yarmir Yager and Yarmir Yager still has a big impact on the core of this Florida Panthers team who really helped Alexander Barkov reach to another level of his game based on his leadership. And that 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 influence is still there on this team. I, I really feel it and really helps someone like Barkov get to another level of his game. Keeping the talk with legends in this game, the NHL announced really early yesterday that Joe Thorne has been fined the maximum $1,875 for slashing Boris Kachuk in Tuesday's win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. So Wednesday's practice looked a little bit of a shakeup with, and we saw a little bit of a shakeup even in Tuesday's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning where the where Patrick Hornquist was put back on the third line on the left side, and Frank Vitrano was put back, put down on the fourth, and Sam Reinhart was shifted to power play two, while Patrick Hornquist was elevated to power play one. So we're starting to see, really, the continued trust that Coach Q has in a player like Patrick Hornquist, and Hornquist being a guy that after this season having one year left on his uh, contract, just making North over $5 million. Uh, Patrick Hornquist, still at his age, still proves that he is a valuable player on this team. But there's a little bit of uh, mixing and matching based on the lines. Sam Bennett did miss practice today. So E2 Lusterinen filled in on the second line center for the Florida Panthers. Coach Q did say in the presser after practice, saying that there's a chance that Sam Bennett plays tonight against the Colorado Avalanche. So practice lines look like Carter Verhage, Alexander Barkov, Anthony Duclair. Second line was Jonathan Huberto, E2 Lusterinen, and Owen Tippett. Third line was Patrick Hornquist, Anton Lindell, and Sam Reinhart, the newly formed third line, which is the bottom six scoring has been just great. And mixing and matching of the fourth line with Ryan Lomberg, Mason Marchment, Frank Vitrano, and some a little bit of Frank Vitrano, Joe Thornton, and Mason Marchment. And also another combination of the fourth line with Brian Lomberg, Joe Thornton, 
and Frank Bertrano. So that so we've we saw three different combinations of the fourth line of what it looked like in yesterday's practice. So still not an indication of what that would be come game time against the Colorado Avalanche. So you'll see one of those three combinations, but you'll likely see Patrick Hornquist back on the third line. Started on the third line last year for the most part. Well, excuse me, second line, and then made his way to the third line towards the second part of the season and started on the third line this season. And spoke about Ole Yolevi a little bit a few days ago in practice, how he was taking some practice time. Uh, and he was taking some minutes on the penalty kill. But it's going to be a little bit until we see Ole Olevi as Aaron Brown of the Hockey News, um, previous guest on the show, tweeted last night reporting that the Florida Panthers have recalled Chase Prisky from AHL Charlotte to make it to the roster for the CAC. And there wasn't a corresponding move announced at the time. So I did a little bit of investigating and went on Cat Friendly to see what kind of transactions went after the fact of Chase Prisky being recalled to the Florida Panthers. And Ole Olevi has been placed on injured reserve for the Florida Panthers. And he is there along with Marcus Nudevara. Marcus Nudevara still hasn't made his way back to the roster that has yet to make his season debut two defensemen who are who you can insert possibly on the penalty kill are not currently not on the on the roster at this point point in time and also a forward on the penalty kill that has is not on the roster but i mean the penalty kill is very encouraging on tuesday against tampa bay However, you don't want to be in that position where you give them six power play opportunities. So Florida's missing some uh, penalty killers on their roster, that's for sure. But Olio Levy being on injured reserve, hopefully he has a speedy recovery based on his injury. No indication of what the injury is, though he just practiced with the team two days ago. So something might have happened in practice or something off the ice prior to the game versus Tampa Bay that would put him on injured reserve for the Panthers. So something to monitor when he does come back that we talked about fresh starts on this team from top five picks. Olevi being one of them. So definitely want to cheering on the kid because with a kid with that much promise, you, you want, you want him to eventually find his groove and his, success for sure going forward in the next segment we're going to preview tonight's matchup between the florida panthers and the colorado avalanche as the favorites in the nhl visit sunrise florida so keep it right here on your first list of the day locked on panthers with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? Choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. 
Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are, are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers will be facing off against the Colorado Avalanche tonight at the VBNT Center. So let's talk about these two teams who are one of the betting favorites to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup. And Let's talk about betting lines for a little bit. Something I don't talk about too much on this show, and I was looking at via betonline.ag, of course, because that's the sponsor of our show. Colorado is favorite to win the Stanley Cup at plus 500, which means if you put $100, you are set out to win 500. If the Florida Panthers, if you were to put $100 on the Florida Panthers, you were you are to win $1,400 at plus 1,400 for the Cats. and. Also, the the tickets for tonight's game, if you look, I looked them up, are actually relatively cheap for a game that, for a favorite like Colorado is coming to town, they're they're relatively inexpensive for for tonight's game. So if you're in the area, I highly encourage you to go to this highly anticipated matchup against a very tough opponent coming to town. So highly recommend. Uh, you guys to pack the house tonight as this is the Colorado Avalanche's first visit of the season to Sunrise, Florida. First and only, actually. And the Colorado Avalanche, they're stacked. They got the 2013 NHL entry draft in Nathan McKinnon. Who was the pick right after that? Alexander Barkov. And these two teams are very well connected based on when they started rebuilding to where they are now. The of course, let, let's be real. The Colorado Avalanche are a little ahead of the curve right now than the than the Florida Panthers are based on postseason success. I mean, the Colorado Avalanche still have not exited out of the second round with this core of players, but they've got players on their team who have been drafted before certain players on the Florida Panthers. Nathan McKinnon, the best player on their team, um, being first overall 2013. And Gabriel Landeskog in 2011, being drafted number two overall in the 2011 draft. Guess who was right after him? 
Jonathan Huberdeau. So the Florida Panthers and Colorado Avalanche have a lot of a lot of similarities when it comes to how they built uh their 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 roster. So they 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 went into rebuild at the the very exact same time and so far the Colorado Avalanche have had more of the postseason success for for their for their times of building these teams. So now now both of them are out of rebuilds, of course. And Miko Rantanen was is another one. In 2015, he was drafted number 10 overall by the Colorado Avalanche. You know, it was the very next pick in that very same draft. Lawson Krause for the Florida Panthers. And Lawson Krause never made his NHL debut for the Florida Panthers. A year later, was traded along with Dave Bolin for cap relief on Dave Bolin's contract, who was making 5.5 at the time. And they got a conditional third round pick, a conditional second. And those picks ended up being Sir Noel and Max Gildon. Right now, Max Gildon is actually on injury reserve. He's not hasn't played yet. And Sir Noel lit it up in the preseason for the Florida Panthers and hopefully is a guy who will make his way out to the roster soon. So don't know. Don't, there's not a quote-unquote winner of that trade so far, but Again, that's another example of a draft where the Colorado Avalanche picked right before the Florida Panthers in in this one. And this was the lines for the Colorado Avalanche in their recent game against the Washington Capitals. Nathan McKinnon just came off the COVID list after testing positive earlier. Gabriel Landeskog will be probably returning to this game after serving a two-game suspension for a brutal hit on Kirby Dock of the Chicago Blackhawks. So, first line was looking like Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, Andre Borokowski, but probably Gabriel Landeskog is probably going to make his way back to that top line. And that top line is heavy. Miko Rantanen, McKinnon, Landeskog. Rantanen is a player along with Alexander Barkov, who's one of the first three selected for Team Finland in the Olympics. Nazem Kadri, guy who's been suspended quite a few times in the uh, postseason. Uh, due to uh, on-ice issues. Sampo Ranta and JT Comfer. Darren Helm, former Detroit Red Wings. Tyson Yost and Logan O'Connor. Curtis McDermott, Mikhail Malstev, and Martin Kaup. Their defensive pairings. Kale McCarr, a Calder Trophy winner and guy who finished second last year in Norris Trophy voting to Adam Fox of the New York Rangers. Samuel Gerrard is his line mate. Bowen Byram. Bowen Byram was a player that the Colorado Avalanche took fourth overall, and that was a pick that they got from the Ottawa Senators. So Bowen Byram, 20 years old, two years left on his ELC, was a guy who could have been on the Ottawa Senators, and that was a conditional pick that the Ottawa Senators had in a trade for Matt Duchesne. They selected fourth overall the year before, and they decided to keep that pick, which ended up being Brady Kachuk, who just recently signed an extension for the Ottawa Senators. And the very next year, the Senators were still bad, 
and that pick went from first to fourth, but still, that must, that must sting for the Ottawa Senators not having uh, Bowen Byram on their team, along with Brady Kachuk. But, man, just goes to show the mismanagement, <laughs> once again, by a front office of Ottawa. And look, Bowen Byron's line mate defensive pairing is Eric Johnson, and then last pairing is Jack Johnson and Ryan Murphy. And, man, this, this uh, team, they find a way to consistently win in the regular season. They've had some a fair share of their playoff heartbreak. Let me tell you guys more about how they've recently fared. So while the Cats have made the one playoff appearance in the last five years, don't count the Stanley Cup level as a playoff appearance, the Colorado Avalanche have made four straight playoff appearances. Well, 27-2018, they've made the first round, losing in six to the Nashville Predators. That was the year after the Predators made the Stanley Cup final. They win the President's Trophy the next year. 2018-2019, they beat Calgary in five and then lose to the San Jose Sharks in seven. 2020, the special, really special COVID season when the uh, NHL shut down, they lost in seven to the Dallas Stars, who the Dallas Stars eventually made it to the Stanley Cup final, losing against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then last year, after winning the first two games, the Colorado Avalanche lose four straight against the Vegas Golden Knights. And that first game, which they beat Vegas 7-1, it looked like that the Colorado Avalanche were well on their way to making the conference final, or in that season, the Stanley Cup semifinals against the which would have been against the Montreal Canadiens. And who, know, who knows what that matchup would have looked like with the Montreal Canadiens against the Colorado Avalanche versus the Vegas Golden Knights going up against them. So cra- crazy what, what could happen if you just win one series and how much that momentum could swing later on. But I'm sure, I'm sure anyone who listens to Locked On Avalanche with Christmas Pelly has heard him talk about many times with the heartbreak of this avalanche team in the last few years and this is the team that i chose as a favorite to win it all they as they as i predicted that they will defeat the new york islanders in the stanley cup final this year i haven't chose how many games i mean it doesn't matter honestly for me but i think the they will make it and eventually this team will um, win the Stanley Cup. One player I did not talk about for the Colorado Avalanche is their goalie, Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper has, is a guy that they traded for because they were unable to pay Philip Grubauer because when you're a contender, you're really up against the cap and you're having to play. You have to pay certain players, but you can't pay everyone. And they wanted to bring, of course, Gabriel Landeskog back this offseason and Gabriel Landeskog was kind of a guy on the Florida Panthers' radar this offseason but was a guy that it was going to be really hard to pay for based on the dollars that they would be able to offer and I kind of thought about the same thing with Artemi Panarin just a few offseasons ago and they ended up getting 
him an eight-year deal for seven million. And because of re-signing Gabriel Landeskog, they were unable to keep Philip Grubauer, who Philip Grubauer, who was a Vezina Trophy finalist, ended up signing with the Seattle Kraken. And I thought Chris Trieger was going to be the starter for main starter for the Seattle Kraken, but it looks like it's uh, Philip Grubauer. But Chris Trieger's on injured reserve right now for the Seattle Kraken. But Darcy Kemper, the 31 years old, one year left on his deal. The issue for Kemper in his career has been injury history. But when he has been healthy, the last few years in Arizona, he's played very well. And the Arizona Coyotes are in a position where they're definitely rebuilding and they're taking on expiring contracts from other teams for draft picks and creating, I believe they have two first-round picks and five second-round picks in the next year, but that's besides the point. Darcy Kemper in 2019 for the Arizona Coyotes, 233 goals against average and a 925 save percentage. Amazing. The very next year, even, even better. 222 goals against average in 29 starts at a 928 save percentage. Last year wasn't the best year for Darcy Kemper, 2.56 goals against average at a 9.07 save percentage. But if you see any 2019 or 2020 Darcy Kemper for this Colorado Avalanche team, along with staying healthy, that's that's been his issue, staying healthy, then definitely the Colorado Avalanche won't miss. Philip Grubauer, and many people thought, is is it the system, uh, in Colorado, or is it actually Philip Grubauer performing well, for the Colorado Avalanche last year? And um, it took a little bit for Philip Grubauer to get that starting spot, as he was the starter for two games with the Washington Capitals the year they won the Stanley Cup. They lose both games, and then Braden Holtby comes in and starts the rest of the way for the Washington Capitals, and then they win the Stanley Cup. And I believe it was. 2018, yeah, 2018 was the year that Washington won the cup, and Philip Grubauer got his opportunity, and hey, he got paid. He ended up getting paid in the process, so so good for him. Landeskog gets paid, and also they, you got to think about certain contracts coming up. Bowen Byram, who I talked about earlier in the segment, has two years left on his ELC, who he'll eventually have to uh, get paid too. So that that's a player that. They uh that the Colorado Avalanche look at and Joe Sackage has uh, uh some some maneuvering of the cap to do for to get someone like Bowen Byron signed along with getting other players on the roster because their projected cap space at this point in time is only twenty three thousand dollars, which is not a lot. So they're up against the cap. They're one when you're a contender, you're in that position as as well as well. So for the Florida Panthers side of things, Sergey Bobrovsky has been announced as the starter for the Florida Panthers against the Colorado Avalanche, and I believe it's the smart move. You continue that trend of 60-40 until something goes wrong. Spencer Knight looked spectacular on Tuesday, the 20-year-old, and you put the veteran back in who's played well so far, and you keep on this pace and this rotation with these two goalies based on performance and so far so good you put the router in there 
and the youngster still learns while still getting his reps in for the cat so after the game tonight i'll be recording a post game show and bringing you to tomorrow so tomorrow's episode we will be breaking down the game against the colorado avalanche of a matchup that is very highly anticipated at least in my opinion or to see where the florida panthers match up against another stanley cup contender so if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the lockdown florida panthers podcast jump into your podcast feed make sure to subscribe to lockdown nhl and the crosscheck nhl show with andrew berkshire and mary clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the national hockey league and when you're done listening to this episode of lockdown panthers make sure to listen to today's episode of lockdown fantasy hockey host scott collin uses decades worth of fantasy knowledge to help you become the expert of your fantasy team it's available on all platforms, so make sure to subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Oh.